welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Guilty Movie Pleasures. In-depth discussion on movies, no matter how guilty they make you feel. Oh, what is up, Guilty Movie Pleasure audience? We are back. Sadly, without Josh McCuga here. Aww. He actually booked so a Hallmark movie. He um, did? No, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, oh. Hallmark is... Uh, <laughs> I really believed you. Hallmark is hunting him down from all the times that he's made fun of their movies and the titles of them, so he is in the Witness Protection Program. Turns out Hallmark has a very violent, oh. violent response to that. So, um, I'm kidding. He's doing something with Between the Sheets. But, I have two very special guests on the show today. I'm going to talk to this camera. It seems, seems like fun. Two very special guests on the show today. One, you've heard about... You've You've heard me talk about several times. She is a lovely actress. Oh, jeez. You've I seen her. You. You've seen her on Blackish, <laughs> several national commercials. She does a lot of voiceover as well. Maybe even a couple audiobooks you've listened to on Audible. She also happens to be my wife, so she puts up with a lot of crap from me. Give it up for Renee Dorian, Woo! aka Renee Begley in real life, but That's her stage right. name. Welcome to the well, show. Not, not my stage name. It was my maiden name. It was your maiden name. But then I got married to you, yeah, and I decided you I, wanted like to keep, I wanted to keep my name because I am the third daughter, and my poor father will never have his name so I thought I'd keep it for He'll the never stage. have his name. Well, his name will never continue <laughs> with three girls. It dies with you It three. dies, so I am keeping it for the stage. How does it feel to be on the show after uh, listening to it for so long it, and, and watching exciting. so many terrible movies with it's, me? Oh, yeah. Well, we did one last night together, so... Yeah. Now we can chat about it, but yeah, I'm very excited to be here. And Thanks for uh, yeah, thank you for having me. And everybody, now you know that the leprechaun. leprechaun. Now you know everyone Ooh. that I do have a wife, and it's not just. I'm made not up. fake. He <laughs> didn't pay me. Up. Well, he did, has paid in ways, but he didn't officially pay me the to ring be on here her finger, I had to pay. <laughs> so, and also. To Renee's left is a very funny actor. He has been in Get Hard. You've seen him on Eastbound and Down. And in the upcoming feature, The Funhouse Massacre, which uh, we're all pretty excited yes. about for various yes. reasons, obviously. Eric Chavarria. Yay! Hi, 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 everybody. Hello. Welcome, yes. welcome, welcome. Eric, how does it feel to be on Guilty Movie Pleasures? Oh, it feels orgasmic. <laughs> yes, I was. that's what we hope. We mm. hope that everybody feels orgasmic being hey, yeah. on here. It really so, does go um, way. So yeah, so you've been on Eastbound and Down. You were in the Funhouse Massacre, which Renee and I wrote the Funhouse Massacre. In yes. case you're wondering, yes, we Renee did. is also in the Funhouse Massacre. I got so caught up in the wife talk and uh, talking about everything else. <laughs> that's that, all right. Yeah, that's, so that's another portion of our lives. So before we get into uh, the cinema classic Leprechaun, <laughs> <laughs> starring Jennifer Aniston, and yes, I have the four pack. Ugh. Why? Why? And it was, and he discovered it was full screen last night too. Oh, it was hilarious that, when he put uh, it in. He was like. Wait, this is full screen? I like, almost, he would have not bought the DVD if he knew it was full screen. I almost pulled the ripcord on the not entire damn thing because it was full screen. Yeah. But that's beside the point. So, uh, let's talk a little, little bit about the Funhouse Massacre because uh, I like to whore it out on here. Why not? Yeah. But um, the Funhouse Massacre, we got the poster. There I don't know, Jonathan's showing you right Very now. Very cool. It's a horror comedy that my wife and I wrote, and it's about six maniacs that break out of an asylum and descend upon a funhouse based on their crimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, who do you play in it? I play Laurie. What's what's Lori going I'm for? The, I'm the bumblebee. That's what I dress up as yeah. for Halloween. And um, I wouldn't say 
there's so many characters that you can't really say like, oh, I'm the hero or I'm right. the I'm it's the a very best ensemble friend. Piece, it's a yeah. huge ensemble piece. So I'm the love interest to the character Morgan, um, and I which start I don't out, play. She gets to kiss a strange it, dude in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I said a lot if, of time. I said if Lots we're gonna time. do a movie, I'm gonna make out with someone else, not you. Yep. <laughs> Kidding, and <laughs> the funny thing is, we showed her grandma a clip from the movie we where did. where uh, where Morgan and, and Renee's character kiss, and she was like, "Oh, she couldn't, she, she couldn't, couldn't handle it." She, and she asked me if I was okay with it, and I said, "Yeah." And then she got kind of weirded out. But then I looked I, at her, yeah, and I she said, was like, "You like watching Renee kiss and, other no, men?" And then I said the thing where I said, "Because I trust her," and she's like, was, "That's a yeah, good answer." It's true. You yeah. know, I say we got to do that sometimes. I mean, I've had to kiss a ton of strangers. Yeah. So women. here's the thing, Ben. Ever since Ben and I have been together, like I used to always play the characters that not always. I shouldn't say that, but I played the. I, played <laughs> I used to girls. always play some. Skanks. I played some whores. Back in the day, <laughs> but I used to I used to have more um, love scenes or things like that. And then as soon as oh we god, started dating, oh god, now half my audience is going to Google you to try to find dating, something. Oh god, <laughs> don't get pervy, GMP audience. As soon audience. as we started dating, it stopped, and I started ending, ending or becoming more of like the quirky best friend, which I love. Mm-hmm. But I never. Ever since we've been you don't together, get to make out. I never made out and with I anyone. Was the one and he would start making. He had like so many love seven, scenes. I think. Not and not I was counted. like, oh no, when we do this movie. It's going down. It's going down. Did you tell him that we're planning on making out today? Yeah, you guys are going to make out at some point today. (laughs) We're having a love scene in here. I wrote that already. Oh, enough about me making out with strange (laughs) women. Anyway, so Lori's a meek character, and throughout the story, she becomes stronger and helps saving people um, in the funhouse. There's some great badass fight scenes with uh, the dentist. Yes. And some cool action movie one-liners, and you have a really fun, strength, uh, strong female presence, I feel like. I didn't mean to go like this. I didn't mean to go like this while I I have a strong female presence. Yeah, yeah. Um, not really. I don't actually, as far as this goes. But um, in the, in the movie, movie yes, yes. I and that's what we wanted to do when we yeah. developed the characters. Is we wanted to have. Um, even strong if female, there's a yeah. lot of male characters, we wanted to make sure that the females were definitely strong and, and kicking ass. And too. I think we've accomplished that. And Eric, yeah, who do you play in the movie? I play a very strong female character as well. <laughs> He's a beautiful woman. Beautiful, beautiful. strong, um, with a deep voice. Which I also, you know, that's how strong women women talk. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I play uh, my character's name is Gerardo, mm-hmm. and uh, which everybody he, calls you Gerardo, and they did in the auditions too, and I correct them every time. Oh, thank you. I was like, it's Gerardo. <sighs> exactly. So it's Gerardo. Um, that exactly. That's my name, and um, I am dressed up as Machete, and I come in. Like you said, there's not like a lead mm-hmm. or anything like that in the film, but I do help sell, uh, save the day a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're kind of the un- uh, you're the unexpected hero. I feel like where people just might write you off as just comedic relief, and then you get kind of badass. We don't want to spoil anything, right? No. But uh, you get your, the, you your get entrance a, when you come, oh, when when with he, the truck yeah, and the music it's, playing. It's, that was so cool. It's it was wonderful. It's it's definitely. Uh, one of those moments where everyone will cheer. It's going to be awesome. Well, they did. It. That, that music was so good. So good. Yes. Yes. And how was it working on Eastbound and Down? How was, it, how was Danny McBride and all that? And that Joey was Hill? so cool. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, I, got to, I got to have... And that shot in Mexico, right? No, it, it was shot in Puerto Rico okay. and in okay. North Carolina. Awesome. And uh, that was just amazing because we shot one take um, as written and then improv all the other takes, basically. Was that nerve-wracking wow. to try and... I mean, I don't know how much improv background you have, but you're super funny and improv a ton on our movie, so I assume a lot. But uh, improv against somebody like Danny McBride, was that... Were you intimidated at all at first, or did you just st- go in and just you know, say, screw I it, I'm going to have a blast? I didn't really think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I was so young back then. <laughs> and so new. 
But no, this was like four years ago. But um, <laughs> but I actually didn't think about it. I was nervous because I really was going out like to like doing crazy things. Mm-hmm. Like I had a laughter at, on the first episode that I was in, and I was like, "Oh, they're gonna fire me, or they're gonna do something," you know? Because yeah. I was just like ridiculous. I just went. <laughs> Like that, that's how my character laughs. I remember that, and they were and they loved it, and I just felt really confident after that. And that's I just awesome. there was nothing I could do wrong. That, I mean, that's how they made me feel, which I feel like that's how every director should make their actors yeah. feel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I just did whatever, and then like my character had no lines written for that episode, or and he was supposed to be only on one episode with no lines. He's just supposed to be kind of slow, really, you know, and just stand around and look. The way I look. And, um, Beautiful. Yes. Majestic. Super yes. handsome. And thank you. And um, and uh, they said, oh, you know, you can improvise if you want. And I was like, oh, cool. So, I, you know, we started doing, like, little things. And when I watched the episode, they kept, like, 95%. That's amazing. That's awesome. that is that something, is, yeah. that's something that actors need to realize out there is that's the perfect example of getting cast in something mm-hmm. small. And then it's spiraling because of your abilities and because of how funny you are. And just just going for broke about it. That you, how many episodes did you end up being in? I ended up being in four. But you were supposed to be in one with in no lines. One. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. And, th- and you can up... swear, by the way. We can say whatever oh, we the fuck can. We want. Oh, yeah. fuck everybody. <laughs> fuck you, people. Okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> love you, people. <laughs> that got. Re- I love that I gave you permission <laughs> to swear, and it immediately got really aggressive. We're losing our audience. <laughs> that was incredible. No, no. no uh, I wanted to say that um, it was so great, but. Um, Danny McBride goes, "Oh, you were so funny. You know, uh, if we have a if we have a second season or another season, we'll bring you back." And I was like, "Oh, thank you." But you know how directors always mm-hmm. say things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, there was, a, "Oh, we had to work together again. We love you." But like, it usually doesn't. Not because they don't want to. Just yeah. you know, just that. That's how it goes. And they, sure enough, they call me back for three more episodes. That's, that's incredible. The following year, yeah, that is awesome. That's so awesome. So, if you got any uh, questions for our Eastbound and uh, Eastbound and Down actor over here, Eric Chavaria, please. Uh, Start rolling them in. We'll also talk afterwards on Periscope. You can uh, we can continue the conversation now. But now we have to get down to business. We've Ooh. spent a little bit of time introing our guests because I like you to get to know them. But now the lecture at hand. <laughs> drum roll, please. It's Leprechaun, yeah! the 1993 classic of horror Such cinema. Such a classic. Jennifer Aniston's film debut. Is it? I yes, did not know that. It's her film debut. Uh, I think this was before Friends or, or while she I want to say before. I think definitely I think it was. Before. I should do more research, but it's fine. I'm going to say it was before Friends. She's. A, we talked about this. I've said how charming she is in this she movie. Is. And you can tell that she's... You can she tell, tell she's that, a really great actress. She's great, because she handles some really shitty right. dialogue really well. But so, uh, yeah, let's get started with Leprechaun. Let's do and, it. And uh, the first thing I like to ask her, Josh and I like to talk about, is uh, when you first saw the movie, and by the way, this is Renee's fault that we're watching this yes. movie. Yes. We had three other movies. Jason I X was an sorry. option. I am sorry. I had to throw and it out there. Renee threw this out okay, there. Okay, uh, well, let me say why. Mm-hmm. I grew up uh, I grew up watching horror films mm-hmm. ever since I was a wee lad. What was the first? Did you, you like remember? that? I threw <laughs> in a little Leprechaun joke there. Yeah, if you want to talk <laughs> Irish in this movie, apparently, apparently you just have to say we yeah. or me. Like, me gold. Or, me gold. You're on me show right now. That's, yeah, that's all you have to do. But So what was the first horror film you remember seeing? Do you God, remember? The first horror film? I mean, it had, I think it was definitely one of the Freddy movies. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it was okay. Nightmare on Elm Street. And you saw uh, Leprechaun when you were eight. It's when it came out. So, okay, yeah. 93. So I was about eight years old. And it's so funny because, like, I remember watching that movie at eight and then how terrified I was at 
the lep- I was like, the leprechaun is a terrifying man. This, what was the scene? The scene with the truck scared you the most, right? When he yes, slashes yes. her so leg. So when he's underneath the car mm-hmm. and he's kind of tickling the leg and then he slashes it, that terrified me as an eight-year-old girl. So I remember always jumping. Like when my parents would pick me up, they had a big van and I would jump into the van thinking the leprechaun man Did was you ever explain it to your parents or did they just <laughs> think you were a really no, weird kid? Probably, like, well, okay, they, she's playing a strange they, game every time they we They knew I watched horror films. My mom even was like, you gotta stop watching Watching those horror movies. That's what I think now. We see stuff like The Conjuring, and then you can't sleep. Anytime That's I'm not why, around, you, well, just, you think that I the creepy it. woman on top of the dresser is going to come get but you. But what I wanted to say is that, so I watched this as an eight-year-old little girl, and I was terrified of the leprechaun, mm-hmm. right? So growing up, I hadn't seen the movie until yesterday, again, but... This whole time, all those years, I was always like, oh, the leprechaun is really scary. And it's now, like a really. And now I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? Why a, did we watch it? It doesn't age very well. Oh, God. Let's just say the 22 years has not helped this age like a fine wine. No. Right. And but Eric, it, it what, is scary, though. I mean, it is like a scary looking leprechaun. Scary. He's creepy. He's creepy. So it. Right now, well, not right now. If, if he from, came in, in I'd be terrified. If, yeah. I would be. If he appeared right now and was a <laughs> and, real... And threw gold at us and then said, give me my gold, or whatever. Me gold. Me gold. Me gold. Yeah, if he came in right now and, and just started rambling about he's going to kill everybody before me gold, if he doesn't get me gold back, <laughs> I just I, I would be weirded out. The entire movie didn't even need to exist almost because he's with his gold in the beginning. Yeah, and right. then all of a sudden his gold isn't there anymore. We'll get into this, but I feel okay. like he want. I feel like he wants his. He wants I feel people, like he to, wants want people to steal his gold so that he can kill them <laughs> and then get his gold back because he doesn't and really have another purpose in right. in, the, in, mm-hmm. in life. And how no. did he survive for ten years? I, I was so confused about that. I don't know. Is he just <laughs> he ate bugs? I guess I, I don't understand. But so before okay. we get into yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. many plot yes, holes, lots, which there are, Eric, when you saw this. Yesterday, for the first time, I ever. saw this movie yesterday. I was uh, 36 years old, and uh, <laughs> right, it was very scary. Did you jump into the scary. car? Did I, you jump in the I car? I did. I started jumping. I jumped into my car. I jumped off my car right oh, now you did. because I thought it would be there <laughs> right. to catch me. <laughs> scary. And um, I mean, it's one of those things that I did because Ben told me to do it, so I did <laughs> it. A lot so you're welcome, Ben. To me too. Um, was there anything you enjoyed at all in it? <laughs> no, I I like. I always like seeing movies that other people saw as kids mm-hmm. because like people are huge fans of them and then because I didn't grow up in the US I don't have the context that everyone else does like mm-hmm. I had the same thing happen with Star Wars with uh the kids movie what is the kids movie um where there's like a monster and they go into this, this like shit, like looking for the something like a treasure hunt and there's a monster the Goonies, the Goonies yes the Goonies. The I, was of, I was thinking of a cartoon because you were like, like, there's a monster. So that movie, um, a director friend of mine quoted, he can quote the whole movie from beginning to end. Yeah. I love like, the Goonies. It's like the best movie ever and you gotta watch it. And I finally watched it and I was like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> and he just like lost it. I'm sure that our fans are like, what? Uh-huh. Oh, no. But it is true though. It's like, it, yeah. we do have an emotional attachment to movies that we saw as a kid and some of them age really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's also cultural, um, uh, with kids movies, there's definitely uh, a difference, uh, I would assume, in kids movies uh, in, where you're from and then from us too. It's like, there's there's references and things that I right, get growing up exactly. as, an, as an 80s kid in, a, in like Americana that doesn't translate, you know, in, in, into other countries. And I think that, that um, 
even in your own country sometimes when you watch movies like I watched uh, The Howling for Halloween and uh-huh. people love that movie and I fucking hated it and I'm sorry to anybody who's a fan of The Howling out there but if you've never seen it I get that the werewolf effects are really cool in it, but it does not age well at all. Right. It's atrocious. Mm-hmm. And and um, and uh, it's just one of those things where there are certain movies that people just grab onto, like me and Garbage Pail Kids. I fucking love Garbage Pail Kids, and Don't. I can watch it now and admit it's terrible, but I still love well, that's every exactly like, frame like, of that's this like movie. That's how I felt about the Leprechaun, you know? Like, I thought... Right. See, that's the difference, though. Ben is still, like, gung-ho after watching Garbage Pail oh, Kids yeah, as an adult. And he's like, no, that. it is a fantastic movie. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's a terrible movie, we but watched, I love it. We watched The Leprechaun, and it's like, no, this, this is, is terrible. This is, I mean, I'm sorry, writer Would you say that? I, I wonder, though... You know, people watch movies differently, yeah. like, and I'm not saying, I'm not disagreeing with you that it's terrible, because, you know, there's nothing really good about it. <laughs> but... I mean, I don't know. Some Hearing him like, say "me gold" is kind of entertaining. It's, it's crazy, but uh, I I watched it. That's that's what I can say. Well, about that's it. good. I watched it. Yeah, good. Yeah, we did too. Uh, it's a movie. It is a movie with some horror elements and I watched and it. Comedic elements as and well. Jennifer Aniston is awesome. She's so beautiful. She's gorgeous. I love this. I love some of the quotes of her. Yes, American Werewolf is much better than The Howling. You're right. I don't have my glasses uh, on. Ugh. Okay, so here we go. Like We're going to try and do something fun here, which is uh, the and plot in under. What did you set it at? Two minutes or three? Let's do two. Let's do two, just for fun. We're going to do the plot in under two minutes. Okay. We're going to start with you, Eric, and go. You just have to say one thing. Okay, well, Leprechaun is the best movie ever written, and um, this movie is about a leprechaun (laughs) that shows up in someone's house. Mm -hmm. The O'Grady residence. The O'Grady residence. An Irish residence. An Irish residence. That's in New Mexico? It's in, Mm -hmm. yes, North Dakota. North North Dakota. North Dakota. And I thought it was in Ireland the whole time. Yes. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's in, uh, yeah, there. He stole the gold somehow. He found this leprechaun. He stole the gold, and then the leprechaun came back to stalk him, and And, he he killed his wife. And then he Years later, that that and, and, then, and then, then the gets, guy oh, has a stroke. Then the guy has a stroke, and After, the leprechaun gets stuck in this box. And there's a four leaf clover on top of the box, so the leprechaun lift can't, can't lift it. Uh, but apparently, once he finally does come out, he comes out the side anyway. So I don't know why. It's really that arbitrary. Even, that doesn't really make sense. He could shake the box enough that the four leaf clover would eventually fall off. Or exactly. a gust of wind never came in the basement. And he lived by <laughs> eating by eating bugs. I guess. They I never guess. really make that He was apparent. there for ten years. So ten He's years later, ten years later, Jennifer Aniston's dad buys a house and they move there. And Jennifer Aniston is a rich bitch from, from LA Beverly who Hills. hates the country. She's yeah. a vegetarian. She's a vegetarian. Yes, yeah. she's <laughs> very serious about that. But she Hunky McNose sleeves comes with a purple shirt. But three guys who paint. Which at first it's really. Confusing where they come from. And why and is they, there a child painting? Like what is child I, labor sorry, laws that, don't exist in North Dakota? I think that whole that whole um, business oh, shouldn't so exist. Okay, the leprechaun yeah, comes so back because Ozzy is down there fooling around. Ozzy, the most offensive the character night, in movie the, history. The poor, the poor and then guy. Basically, leprechaun bites the dad's hand. They take him to a hospital. Oh god, I got to finish this. Take him oh. to a hospital. Then leprechaun stalks him there. They go back to the house and for some reason. They shoot. They shoot him a bunch of times. He doesn't die. Then they find out that there's O'Grady still alive. He just had a stroke. They go back. To uh, they go to a nursing home. Just Jennifer Wait, Aniston. He's still alive. Yeah, he's the guy in the nursing home. Yeah. So they go to the nursing home. They find out that they need to kill him with a four leaf clover. They come back. <laughs> they shoot the leprechaun a bunch. The kid puts a, the four leaf clover on a stick of gum and shoots it in his mouth. Goes fuck you, leprechaun. Boom. And lucky charm. Sorry. Fuck you, lucky charms. Doom. And movie done. Rainbow. Ah. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm going to admit something right now. 
I did not no, know Renee that started, was Renee started, Renee started dozing off the, uh, the he last... He kept waking... Like, I, okay, yeah, it was probably like the last 10, 15 minutes that I started getting really tired, and I, kept I, did, nudging her I saying, did pretty well. We except, have to talk this. Hey, except, somebody loves your accent, Eric. Except, oh, well, thank you very much. Three Guys oh. That Paint. You're right. That's the new sitcom. Uh, yeah, it was that actually, should be. That it was should actually, be the new sitcom. It was going to come out the same year as Three Guys, a Girl, and a... Uh, two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place, but that they show caught it. on. But too many and, numbers. Uh, too many numbers. Guys That Paint just... Uh, and one of them is only 12 years old. Yes. So uh, it, it it wasn't horrible when it came out, I'm sure. Because it was kind of... Here's the thing. It was this scary movie, at the I can't, time. The biggest thing I can't figure out about this movie is I feel like it has to be a, a comedy. It has to be a horror comedy. There's no way that the director thought that he was making something is super scary. It's so campy. There's yeah. like campy. he gets on a tricycle and he he rides it in fast motion. <laughs> he and keeps finding these little vehicles. Up. He found the little yeah. car Where too. He, I think he every made that time, car. Every time he needs something, it appears. And what I don't understand is like he had these magical powers. Why didn't he just bust out of the box? This is the yes. weird, this is the biggest plot hole I have with the entire what? entire movie is that he has these powers that are never really defined. And he can teleport, apparently. Right. So if he can teleport, why doesn't he just teleport himself to wherever he needs to go instead of he makes like a go-kart with a uh, pitchfork at the end at one point <laughs> that somehow is maybe maybe his powers are that he can super strengthen up the vehicle because he hits a giant truck right. with this tiny go-kart and, and the truck flips, flips over. With all those people in it. That was amazing. That was Because the tiny car hits the huge truck and the truck just... Goes. I almost fell oh off the couch. God. It was yeah. one of the funniest things. So in the beginning... Here's where the power starts. So in the beginning, you hear this creepy child singing "Twinkle Twinkle," right? Where he's like, yes. "Twinkle Twinkle." And why does? Why can he? Why can he take anyone's voice? That's why I also don't understand. He, he, he can't, right? He'll, he'll yeah, he can take he anybody's like voice. Like the cop yeah. in the now, cop car. I, I, I should have researched more about like Leprechaun's abilities. I did in real look. Life, I looked up. I looked up. I think it's more fun just Wikipedia. to. I'd love to just base all bad. my opinion on Leprechaun powers based on this movie and not any actual myths. <laughs> they do mend and make shoes. That because drive. I did not. What? Understand oh, okay. the shoe thing, so I was like, "Is this something leprechauns actually do?" Shoes. And that's what some, they're right. known for in Ireland is like making and mending shoes. So, so they're, they're like demented, they really wanted to add that element. Into they're like the film. demented Santa's elves, is what they are, and yes. and maybe yeah. that explains <laughs> the much. sound clip. Where's the Santa Claus sound clip? An N. <laughs> so oh, good. So it's this so is, good. That's when he's supposed to like jump out and scare them down the chimney, but he announces his entrance <laughs> and then he comes out and goes, I'm right here and I ain't no Santa Claus. Like, who <laughs> was any of the actors thinking, oh man, Leprechaun's gonna kill us. Thank God Santa Claus coming in to save the day. <laughs> you know what it's interesting is that they like, I think the writer director took everything from horror films and did the opposite with yeah. the leprechaun. You know, like he, he's fast, he says things, he does really odd things, like, cl- like cleaned all those shoes and left them out. That scene was right. hilarious. When they're like, but, we gotta distract him. And they throw all the boots and shoes and he, and it must just, be, it's, it's definitely, leprechaun needs a shoe shining intervention. Hashtag shoe shining yes. intervention. Because, he gets very distracted from the task at hand when any shoes... Like, they, Jennifer Aniston is able to escape just because they threw a bunch of boots. And he's like, ha! Ah, 
Ha-ha. Fuck my pot of gold. I'm just going to shine these shoes. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Me, me shoes. Me loving to shine my shoes. No, I sounded a little Jar Jar Binks there, but I was trying to be uh, Warwick Davis. Oh, uh, by the way, which we wanted to say that Warwick Davis, this is not in any way his fault. He's pretty creepy and awesome as he's the writer. He's a great actor. His dialogue's terrible. He's awesome in Willow. Hey, look, he's awesome we all do things that we're not proud of, right? He's just done seven. We all have. He's just, hey, he's making a paycheck, hey, basically. I don't blame I don't him. judge him. I'm not going to judge that. What I am going to judge is the storyline. Oh, my and God. And how just, this girl goes to be with her father, yeah. and he has these three guys. And you don't think he would mention that? Like, oh, hey, honey, by the way, I'm working on this new house. Oh, they and were with some- him? Weren't they clean? They uh, were painting his house. They show oh. up. Hunky, I like. I don't know his real name, but I like calling him Hunky McNose Sleeves that comes up. He looks like he stepped right out of a Bon Jovi and video. for three guys who paint, <laughs> can't paint. Yeah, they, it took three, them. Three like, guys that paint. This It had this much on the shutter of red paint, and he's showing Jennifer <laughs> Aniston how to do it. So his, the dad is paying for these guys to be there, yeah. and then the daughter's actually painting the house. They're the worst painters <laughs> in history. They and get they, more paint on themselves than... Because they're painting for several hours, it would seem. And when they leave because the dad's been bit by the leprechaun, they only have you see the house. maybe three feet of it painted and then like a and strip of red. And they run out of paint. They run out of paint. Then she goes, I'm going to have any more paint. Yeah. Did they just, did they they just painted like this much. They only plan for a doormat. That's all they plan for. They're like, oh, guys, I mean, we work really slow. Business. We're very intricate. Hunky McNosleeves. And he why comes, were they going to sleep over there? Yeah, I don't. It doesn't make so any you're, sense. You're painting at the house and then you also have to stay at the house he, that you're painting It's at? like a bed and breakfast. He shows up out of nowhere and they don't establish that Oh, we're at the in that scene. They don't introduce themselves. They don't say hi. My name's Tori. Hi, my name's Hunky McNoseleaves. They say nothing of that nature. No. I, that's why I don't know his name to this day. Since I watched it yesterday, <laughs> a whole day <laughs> I've been, been pondering a, it's this. It's been a while. Uh, but it's it's weird because he just shows up in the front yard. In, in the picket fence, and she's not creeped out by this dude at all, and she's like, I'm over this place, until Hunky McNosleeves convinces her. Oh. Like, he oh, challenges her. Yeah, you're afraid. I don't care, there's a tarantula downstairs. Yeah, exactly. I've got this guy. That that part really bothered me, because I was like, she was like set on going to a fancy hotel yeah. downtown to stay there, and, and not stay in this dude. awful house. She sees this guy, the guy says, what, are you afraid of the house? And she's like... No. Let's go inside. And I was like, what? Her mind completely changed when she saw that mullet blowing in the wind. Those biceps and mullet Uh, combination and purple no sleeves. I I would love to. I'm gonna go get a purple no sleeve shirt Uh, next Halloween. I got my Halloween costume, (laughs) hunky no sleeves, and you can be (laughs) you can be the leprechaun. How useless is the dad in this movie too? He only serves as a plot device to bring her into the story. He gets his hand bit. They take him to the hospital. He never shows up the rest of the movie. I think he shows up in like the the like eighties action movie type shot when all the cops are arriving, and, oh, and okay. I think he comes out and hugs her. He did. But it doesn't look like him, so it very well could have just been like, hey, AD, get over here and pretend you're the dad. We, we only had him for three days. And the dad, you commented how he looks the same age. Yeah, he, yeah. they definitely did not have a huge yeah. gay job. It's almost as if he auditioned for Hunky McNo sleeve shirt, and, and the really casting like was like, we really like him. Let's age him up, and yeah. he could be the father. The so instead of, yeah. Instead we, of well, it is Hollywood. You know that happens all the time. Yes, we do. We know that happens a I, lot. I play 20-year-olds and 15-year-olds all, oh, yeah. all the time. All the time. I, I play a little girl. Do your 10-year-old boy voice that, that you do for voiceovers. Uh, God. I have to, like, guess, I have to like do weird faces, and usually I'm not on camera for it, so this is kind of weird. <laughs> I love it. That's great. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about uh, earlier the most offensive character, potentially, in movie history. Oh, yes. Ozzy, the, uh, the dim-witted the brother. The other painter. Is he a brother? I, he's their brother. They're he's, all brothers, I think. Are they? I think. No, it's just I the two brothers. Just and then Ozzy, Ozzy's 
Ozzy's the friend. I thought that Ozzy and the kid. No, no, no. That Alex, what that was his then name. Then why right? did they Alex, hire the Ozzy little, if he's not a little family member? Sleeve. Hunky McNoseleeves. Hunky McNoseleeves. I'm so sorry. Hunky is his first name. Mick is his middle name. No sleeves. That's the young brother, their siblings. Ozzy is little boy Alex's friend. That makes it even weirder then if, like, he just made friends with this, like, strange kid. It, it, like, it's super sad, sorry. and Kicking it's things, just so. break the set. Why don't I'm sorry. I want to play, play, uh, play the sound clip of Ozzy oper, Operation it. Speech. Before we play this. Garbage Pail Kids this, versus Leprechauns. That'd be amazing. In, <laughs> in cinemas. 20, that, oh, God, that'd be a great film. So this sound clip, uh, the Operation Speech, B, clip B, is one of the most offensive things I've heard in a movie. It's it sounds like it comes out of a really bad Lifetime movie, like something oh, where it's, so it's like bad. where it's it like, was well intentioned. But it's kid. well intended. Honestly, you can tell it's like the kid's trying to be nice, but what he says is horrible. Let's I'm, play this. Okay. It, and I, I buy comics every week. Yeah, but you know what else? What else? We can get you an operation. For what? It would make you smart. So you can go to the hospital and have them operate and fix your brain. But, but I, I'm smart. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, sort of. See, what I mean is we can make you real smart. That way people won't make fun of you. Wait. They make fun of me? Not in front of you. Only behind your back. <laughs> Oh God! Just just when he thought it couldn't get any worse, he says he says we'll make you smarter so people won't make fun of you. And then it's super sad, and he's like, "People make fun of me? Well, not to your face, only behind your back." <laughs> well, it would have been great if oh. Ozzy became the protagonist yeah. and he became the hero. You know, he was, he rose up awesome. and was like, "Haha, I'm outsmarted all of you assholes. I know how to do." That's what they really should have done. If yeah. they're gonna add this element and be like, "We got to make you smarter," and then you're just like, "What? Why are they being so mean to this poor guy?" Like, first of all, yeah. let's be that, kind. That's a great idea. We you should know, reboot he, Leprechaun. They should have made him. Like the hero, and he would have known because he's telling everyone there's a leprechaun. No one believes him. They right. That that is a great point because that's the that's the main flaw with this movie. If you're going to bring up something and have a character that's such a stereotype and an offensive stereotype, yeah. and then have this scene where you have this like weird, like super cr- sad, like. After school special music. And he found the gold. This kid's being an asshole. Yeah, he just he found did. a bunch of gold. But this is because of his he, he, did, he did swallow the gold. Though. He did. Oh, God. I have, that. That, I have that sound clip, too. Where's the swallow the gold clip? It's, I think it's... Uh, uh, which one is it? It was a giant coin. He I think it's gold cough. coin, yeah. Don't choke. Hold on. Oh, my God. I swallowed that gold coin. So he's like, I know how to figure out if the coins if the coins real gold. I'll bite it, and then he takes a bite, and then you cut away to the kid, and you just hear him go, oh, oh, oh. and then that clip comes in, and he goes, oh my god, I swallowed a gold coin. <laughs> oh, poor Ozzy. There's no way to accidentally they... <laughs> swallow a gold coin. It is giant. You cannot accidentally I, swallow a gold coin. Like, what was his reasoning? Pretty big coin, like I mean, like yeah. like a dollar coin. It, if it was a chocolate coin, <laughs> it was right. real chocolate. And why is Ozzy the only one with a southern accent? Everyone else has oh, perfect God. American accents, and Ozzy's just like, "Hey guys," because they really wanted to make him different. They were like, like, "What are all the ways to make this guy?" Just overalls with paint yeah. covered. <laughs> which doesn't that paint get on anything? I don't understand. I feel like it would get on something. I love flowers for Algernon. Eat your heart out. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, 
So, the rules we talked about how... I, here's the thing I didn't understand is... Is this... So, the leprechauns locked in the, in the crate. Mm-hmm. And then they see the rainbow... And the rainbow appears, and they chase it to find a pot of gold. Did the leprechaun will the gold to come, or did the gold come find the leprechaun? It's like, was the the mm. chicken before the egg? Like, and which one happen, was it? Why did gold it happen ten years? In, like, After he woke up. What's this arbitrary just uh, Yeah, why would the gold the be gold? in the truck? If Wasn't it, it, in if the it was house? from the house, it would have been, didn't he have it in the drawer? Or did he take it with him when he shot him downstairs? But then how would, no, because he had a stroke oh, and he was probably. I get it. The gold was left in the truck by O'Grady. Oh. And that's where the, that's where the rainbow started from the gold. Uh, I'm, that's how no. But how it did still he get doesn't in make the sense truck? to me. It still makes no how sense to me. How did he get in the truck? And then how the I love at that at that moment the kid is not weirded out. He's like he's like oh gold just appeared at the end of a rainbow and Ozzy's still like oh there's, there's a leprechaun. He's like fuck you Ozzy. There's no leprechaun. There's, no le- there's right. a rainbow okay. and there's a truck with gold, but okay. I don't believe in any leprechaun. Yeah, you're here. right. And- Ozzy's completely off base here, kid. It's t- it's completely absurd. And then there's um, the music in it. It's very happy and whimsical, like a Disney yes, film. Yeah. It's so strange. Or like a Hallmark movie, or like, like you a said. Hallmark movie. I mean, they brought it, they kept it real at Did this moment. movie come out in theaters? I think so, yeah. That's I, I think it did. I don't know. Uh, the toy car we talked about, oh my god, the best kill of the entire movie. Can you guess what kill it was? You probably know, honey. Do you know what my favorite kill is in the entire movie? Do I know? I it's know. the most absurd thing ever. Pogo stick. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. The pogo stick kill. First of all, I don't think a pogo stick would do that. I think it would. With enough force, if you're a super strength... How much do you think he weighs? The leprechaun is a little man. Maybe maybe one of his superpowers is death by pogo stick. That's true. He can build go-karts that... That should be an immortal combat, right? (laughs) He can build go-karts that... Death by pogo stick. I like it. Fatality. Leprechaun should be in the next Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 11. Let's have That's, let's have a uh, oh, leprechaun. Great. That that death scene is so funny and ridiculous. And he like hops in fast motion. The guy gave him the gold coin. It doesn't make any sense. He's like, just take the golden coin back. I don't want it. And he's like, ah, fuck you. You didn't know I was evil or even looking for my gold, but I'm going to kill you anyways. And then I'm not going to kill any of the four main cast. They That's just a, run. There's no stakes because they don't kill the dad. Like I could see if they killed the dad instead of bit his hand. They kill none of the main cast. So they you're bring never other characters in the movie. Arbitrary for like just, five minutes. How many so times have I said him? arbitrary in this podcast? It's, I don't it's know. the word it, of the well, day. It should be a drinking Arr, game. Arbitrary. Drinking no, game. but it's it's like they bring in all these outside characters to kill off and don't. They right. could have killed. They want to make a super sad kill off. Don't the, kill the off little Ozzie, boy. But kill off a little boy no. or kill yeah. off. <laughs> Kill off hunky McNosleeves. So Jennifer Aniston had somebody needed to rise to be the hero somebody other than the rise. kid. Yeah, it just yeah. Because the kid is uh, here's another he's an asshole. Here's another clip. Kid. This kid is creepy. The creepy kid. This he says this to Ozzy. This is yet another. This guy is a psychopath in the making. Leprechaun two should have been him being a psychopathic killer because that's what he sounds like in this someone clip. Said I'm Irish and offended. I don't know why. I hope <laughs> you, you should be offended by the leprechaun. Do you think you could kill a leprechaun? Ozzy, you can kill anything. You just gotta know how to do it. Terrifying. Now me, give me a three fifty seven Magnum, press it to the little green critter's tip. It gets worse. And blam! Brains and guts and oozing cruddy stuff dripping all down its head. The guy's gone with the capital dead. Terrible. There are so many sociopathic <laughs> things about it. He should have been arrested and gooey, cruddy stuff all dripping down the walls. 
uh, shoot him in the head, he'll be his brain will be dead, or so he like does a creepy Dr. Seuss rhyme at the end. <laughs> it was in one of his books that he got. What is wrong with this kid? So many. How things. does he know what a three fifty seven Magnum is? I don't even know what right. a three fifty seven Magnum is. Do we cruddy stuff? That is super descriptive and creep. This kid is scarier than the Leprechaun. That's very true. Maybe this movie actually is that the Leprechaun's the protagonist, and he is he's trying to stop. The world from being, uh, you know, overrun by these psychopaths like this child, and that's why he doesn't kill any of the other family members because this kid is who he's going for. He's a. I'm really reaching. I know. I'm really trying. I'm trying to justify all the other people he kills. It doesn't make any sense. This This movie rips off. This movie rips off so many things. There's there's the Sam Raimi uh, fast forward through the through the woods like Evil Dead. There's the Freddy Krueger moment through the phone. We said Back to the Future too when he shows up on roller. Where do you get the roller skates? I don't understand why. That's right. That was so weird. It's oh like, if God. you're going to kill off characters, you have to kill off a few characters that you care about. Otherwise, we're watching a movie where you're just killing people, and we're like, well, who the hell was that guy? Yeah. I don't really care. That was right. pretty fun to watch. And, like, nobody and, cares. And, Bill, I'm I'm part Irish. I know I'm not probably as Irish as you are, but I'm part Irish, and this movie did offend me as an Irishman. And uh, it offended me worse than people pretending they're Irish on St. Patty's Day just to get drunk and throw up on the streets. So I'm sorry. Yeah. We're, this is an intervention for Irish people. So we can all deal with the now, trauma of this movie on our Irish heritage. I now feel like I sort of have to watch every other Leprechaun to see. Oh, seven I movies. I know, but I kind of feel like I need the new to know. Prequel. Like, do they do they eventually like get, have a more of a plot than we what tried we to watch part of the second one I and know. it started off in like medieval it was, it times. It was awful. The and second he was dressed one. as like a the like, second part of and this. And it seemed even lower budget than the first. Oh too. yeah, because they all were direct to video after that. But somebody said Leprechaun in the Hood is uh, is a good one. Americans, Should we watch it? Americans don't know guns. <laughs> Funny. That's a good point. The kids <laughs> probably fired more guns than than the Leprechaun <laughs> or anybody else we know. You're right. It was North Dakota. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Good point. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we also, um, I want to get into some more sound clips, but I want to talk, I, I feel like this whole movie's a plot hole. It's hilarious, though. So just in case people are worried that we're bashing it too much, yes, it's terrible, but I also laughed harder at this than some comedies I've seen this year, because it's yes. ridiculous. It is great. I think it's one of those movies that, like, you can, especially during Halloween time, if you're going to have like, a group of friends over, if you want to watch one of those movies, this would be one of those you, movies. You because there's so game. many, yeah, there's just so many great moments where they have these one-liners, which Anytime he says we'll me gold. To. Anytime he says be, me gold. You'd, be, you'd black out drunk by that point. More deaths have been caused by this movie. People yeah. playing drinking games, listening for them saying me gold. I'm looking for me gold. Ah, you got me gold. My I'm favorite sure his is when he, got, when he got me gold back. And oh, yeah. He can kept, we play that? Can we play that? That's my favorite it's moment the, uh, me in gold. the movie. <laughs> me powers are returning. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me gold. <laughs> Sounds like me gold. Looks like me gold. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like me gold. <laughs> and this is the best one. Tastes like me gold. Wait, not taste. <laughs> Wait. Oh, that's it. It tastes like me gold. No, but remember, me gold is me gold. Oh yeah, me gold, me delicious gold. There's He's, another one. Delicious by gold. Way, at the end. Delicious gold is what he says then. Imagine though, if you're if you're the actor, if you're Warwick, and you have to like oh, my God. watch this. 
I, maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't send you me, me gold. Delicious gold. It's at the uh, end of all the. It sounds like me I think gold. It's gold. I think it's. It feels like me gold. It's. It tastes like. And me you gold. can drive a truck through every one of those pauses. It seems yeah, like me gold. It's so yeah, we were, long. So what else could the gold be? It's. It's. Uh, it it's, tastes like me gold. It, it looks smells like me, like me gold. It feels like me. Does it say that? I think it says feel. It feels, it feels like, like me gold. gold. It yeah. laughs like me gold. It shines like me gold. <laughs> I love that Eric Wait, sounds I'm like to Yoda. <laughs> to, mm, me gold it is, yes. <laughs> oh my me god. god. Me it could be so many things. Then there's uh the oh, in the end when Jennifer Anderson is running through the hospital and he's speed tricycling after her. <laughs> how does she with her moderate pace outrun a speed tricycle? <laughs> it doesn't make there's no rules in this. There's no rules. What about no when rules. when she, when he follows her from the hospital on, in like in a wheelchair? You, you yeah. Remember that part? Yeah, she speeds up in the truck and then he comes zooming down in the wheelchair. <laughs> wheelchair like on the road. Yeah. And then he in, in fast motion. It looks like a Benny Hill movie with a creepy leprechaun. <laughs> it's amazing. It was so funny and that's where I feel like they had to know they were making something just ridiculous cuz it's if you watch it as like a super campy fun comedy horror right. film you're going to love it don't get me wrong this movie is terrible but it's fun as shit to watch and i will watch leprechaun in the hood uh uh thank you has Renee seen MacGruber? Everybody, everybody, everybody wants no, to know if I've seen. She MacGruber. hasn't seen MacGruber because I watched it one night when it's she fell asleep. Stu- it was stuck, and it, it stuck actually broke my PlayStation Three. And my PlayStation Three. I have 3 not seen MacGruber. I'm sorry. MacGruber. I've seen a lot of other things. Is this something you talk about all the time? Is I that guess why? So. I guess so. everyone wants to know. Wow. So let's go through MacGruber. some of the sound clips and let's see what we have. What what we have, what happened when we played Jonathan? Let's see. Let's do uh, uh, Burn in Hell. On the bottom right. Bottom Burn right. in Hell. Let's do that. Fine. Oh. Green bastard! Oh, I didn't hear the first part of that. Let me replay that. Born in hell, you little green bastard! That's, uh, you know, um, actually, uh. I was at an Irish pub this year uh, for St. Patty's Day, and um, there was this guy. I feel like that, you're, you're gonna, like, tell me something. Yeah, there, no, no, no. There was this guy that came Something's in. Something's happened. It, it was an Irish pub. Everybody was Irish in the pub. Okay. Some jackass frat guy came in. Wanting green beer, and this mm-hmm. was the one Irish pub in LA that does not serve green beer on St. Patty's Day because it is offensive. Was I with you? And he came in, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I want some green beer, I lucky charms," and we're all like, "Fuck you, you're not Irish." And so we all put some green dye into a beer, and we tossed it on him and screamed, "Born in hell, you green Okay, and then we lit him on fire. We lit him on fire. We committed committed murder because beer is flammable. No, no, I should have said Irish whiskey. We doused him in Irish whiskey. Do you have anything to say to that? Burn in hell, you little green bastard. Burn in hell, you little green bastard. Do you have any? uh, Try and throw something out. Oh God, me first. (laughs) Eric, whatever. Does it have to be about leprechauns? No, whatever you want. Um, okay, you go. I like throwing guests under the box to play, the, to play the improv game. I was going to say, I was going to say, someone yelled that to me once, and it's because I had, I have nothing. You go. <laughs> That's what they said. They said. It's because you were, um, you were uh, a mascot for yes. uh, what team was it? The, the Mets. I don't know what team's green. I don't know sports. I was trying to <laughs> save Martians. that one. The Martians. The Martians. Yeah, the Martians. Yes. I, the was, Martians. I was flying a UFO up in space. Oh, really? I was. I uh, was orbit, orbiting. Orbiting? Orbiting. Or- you were ordering orbiting. the orbit to happen. I was orbiting 
Uranus. Oh, God. Oh, all no, of a they're going to have fun with that on. All or, of a sudden. Hashtag orbiting Uranus. I saw a UFO <laughs> came into my eyesight. And they tried to laser. They shot laser beams at me. And I said to that little Martian man, I said, Born in hell, little green bastard. There's also, uh, I heard that, um, that uh, actually O'Grady is going to make a cameo. This this actor, oh, he's yeah? going to make a cameo in Independence Day two. Ooh, mm. it's going to be very exciting. He shows up kind of like uh, um, what was his name? Randy Randy Quaid showed up mm-hmm. in the first one, and I don't want to spoil the end of Independence Day two for anybody, but <laughs> apparently he just flies his plane. It's really similar to the first uh, movie, uh. and he blows up their mothership. It's pretty much just a rehashing, but as he does it, he yells this. And then the whole thing blows up. Oh, no. I was watching Freddy vs. Jason. It's mm-hmm. a new one coming out, actually. Robert England hasn't uh, talked about part it yet. Part two. Oh, God. Part Don't two. tease people. They're going to be so pissed when that's not so, real. Um, so I was watching the ending to it, and I thought it was really interesting because all of a sudden, Mr. O'Grady, he pops in while they're fighting. They're having this huge fight scene, and it's insane, and there's flames and everything, and all of a sudden, Mr. O'Grady comes in, and he says to both Jason and Freddy, he says to them, and at that point we realized realized O'Grady's colorblind and they were like (laughs) O'Grady neither of them are green let's take you back to your home alright let's see what else we have I think we've done this one to death uh, Fuck you, lucky charm. Yes. Okay. okay, so this is when the kid, mm-hmm. uh, in the end, one. the kid kills the leprechaun by sticking uh, the four-leaf clover to a, a piece of gum that I guess he's been chewing that I haven't seen until <laughs> this moment. The whole movie. The whole movie. <laughs> and he slingshots it into his mouth. It happens out of nowhere. He's got a really good really aim. Really good aim. And then the leprechaun disintegrates like uh, the gremlin in, in the first gremlins movie when it gets doused in water. So, uh, but... I've heard this several times. My grandma, whenever I used to go to my grandma's to visit, Mm -hmm. my parents didn't like sugary cereal. Mm. They were really against Mm. it. And my grandma would always sneak me Lucky Charms and Honeycomb and all this stuff. And one time, my mom showed up early. She wasn't supposed to be there till noon. She showed up at 9 a.m. to come pick me up. She saw the bowl of Lucky Charms, and she smacked it out of my hands. Milk spilled all at skim milk, because that's what we drank as kids, so I didn't become, you know, I was, I was lean. She smacked the Lucky Charms off the table, and she yelled, Fuck you, Lucky Charms. And then my grandma washed her mouth out with soap because she is still her daughter. I um I I eat a lot of cereal, mm. um, and sometimes I don't I don't check the box to see if it's gluten free. Mm-hmm. And one time I was That's eating okay, cereal, talk about and it. and it was gluten. It had gluten in it. Uh-huh. And it's okay. so I Let took it that. Let I took out. that bowl and I took that spoon. I, I I flung the spoon up and I said to that bowl of cereal. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. It was gluten. I eat gluten. I'm not gluten free. I actually love gluten. I love pizza. I actually, you know, this is something that happened to me a while ago. I actually, um, I witnessed my my uncle's, uh, I guess just my aunt, my uncle's wife. She was having a baby and I, I was the only one available to take her to the hospital. Uh-huh. This happened like around 10 a.m. and I had just had breakfast. And um, I actually, she she didn't speak English, so I had to go in the room with her to like talk to to like translate to the doctor. Uh-huh. And um, as like she's like there in pain, I happened to take a peek, not meaning to, Ooh. and I saw it. By eat, I mean the vagina. Oh, <laughs> and, um, the vagina. And I completely puked all over it. Mm. 
And that's when she yelled. <laughs> Fuck you, lucky charm. Yeah, you awful. puked all over your newborn nephew or niece. <laughs> it was. I'm not proud of it. I'm so yeah. I'm not oh proud of it. Oh my god. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how we. I don't know how we top that. Is there anything else? I think. Um... <laughs> that's actually. That's actually you know, the, I, new, the movie uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, that was in the trailer. That's in the trailer. At the end, they of said it. you should come see it, starring Leonardo DiCaprio in. <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, several babies several babysitters when I was younger um, were weirded out by me, and maybe I saw this movie. I don't know what it was, but I would run around the house just nonstop with this cackle, and they'd, they'd chase me and chase me, and I would just throw things, and I would just constantly yell <laughs> and flush matchbox cars down the toilet and get them plugged. That's a true story. I flushed a matchbox car down the toilet one time, and, and the plumber had to come out and unearth it. And um, it let's just one. say we couldn't use the matchbox car ever again. <laughs> oh man, catch me if you can. That's I don't think we have. Uh, oh, this is another really arbitrary little girls one. This is a weird uh. clip. I don't understand. What? So little girls shouldn't look for four-leaf clovers. So they're all looking for four-leaf clovers. But little girls shouldn't. Specifically, is there a rule? I would love to know, and GMP audience, let me know if there's a rule somewhere where like little girls aren't allowed to look for four-leaf clovers in Irish history for some reason. Because it just seems like a very random line. And I'm, I mean, let's be honest. Jennifer Aniston isn't a little girl. She's a woman in she's this. A woman. So yes. what the hell is Leprechaun he's talking a, about? He's a chauvinist. I, when I think he's little girl, I think like a five year old looking for four leaf clovers. You know what? Though? Right. I did. So I, maybe he was just stating the fact. Maybe it wasn't like he was threatening her. He was just like little girls. Yeah. <laughs> so she knows. Like, oh, yeah. okay. I'll make sure to carry because, that with uh, me. Four leaf clovers are often in empty fields where anything could happen. Exactly. And I actually, actually, it was a motto of the uh, Girl Scouts of America one year because um, there was a movement amongst all the there was like a, a little girl that started this movement mm-hmm. where she was like we need to change things up we need new cookies and the cookie I want is a four leaf clover and she started looking to find how to make it how to make the perfect thing and the upper Girl Scouts who are like in their 90s mm-hmm. now the first that ever started it they don't like change so they shut it all down they stormed in they they just dumped you know bleach in all the cookie mix so that they could never figure out the recipe again they shredded everything and they looked at the little girl that started the movement and said little girls I guess there wasn't a laugh at the end of it, but uh, <laughs> yes, yes, that yeah. was it. That was it. That so was I, what I don't know how we uh, top "fuck you, Lucky Charms." Can we just play that again for the hell of it? "Fuck you, Lucky Charms." Fuck you, Lucky Charms. <laughs> I think that's the new slogan for uh, Lucky Charms because you know they've been dipping. They in really sales. should put that on the commercial. They've been dipping in sales, and and the leprechaun on the front of Lucky Charms both offends Irish people and creeps kids. They out. should have the movie Leprechaun and just on ki- the box of yeah, cereal and just have him being killed on every box, and that it should be in the top. It should just say. Lucky Charms. <laughs> just say, instead of General Mills, it should say, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Yeah. Fucking oh, so eat it. fuck you, Lucky, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. Like, fuck you. Maybe it's saying, like, fuck you, eat this, person? or you're not cool. Well, maybe, it's an open-ended thing. Maybe it has to do it. with um, when they, they didn't, you know, um, wasn't it Post? I think Post makes this. I'm not sure. I can't remember yeah. now who actually makes it. General like, Mills, maybe? G- General Mills. Yeah, you're right. Um, they didn't want to put, <laughs> them too. Um, they didn't want to put anything that was... G- GMO, right? Yeah. So maybe fuck you, GMOs. They, they, Lucky so charms. Instead of listing if it has GMOs, they're actually just listing 
Fuck you <laughs> when, to the people. When, I love it. The ingredients if you read on Lucky Charms, actually. <laughs> it just says ingredients. Lucky Charms. Because it's like, if you're eating Lucky Charms, you don't fucking care what the ingredients right. are. I mean, like, Just eat the Lucky Charms. It's very true. Oh, I, I think we go out on that. That was fantastic. Yes. But first, before we do our exit music, uh, where can we find you, Eric? Where can everybody find you? What's What do you got coming up? Where can people uh, find you on the social media sphere? On the social media sphere, uh, I'm at Eric, E-R-I-C-K, the letter J, and then Chavaria, C-H-A-V-A-R-R-I-A. Good luck remembering that. Um, and I'm on Facebook. I'm on the on the Instagram. The Twitter. Um, the Twitter. Yeah, I think if you just look up my name, yeah. and you'll see me. As far as seeing me, yes, in movies, oh, you can yes. see me on the Funhouse Massacre, written by some genius new writers that are we paid him just like that. ready to take Hollywood by the balls. <laughs> the big and, balls. Yes, uh, it's the a Kiwis. great movie. It's it's fun, and there's a lot of blood, and you'll have a good time. I also have a small part on Our Brand is Crisis, awesome. which is out. Yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. You're I, double dipping in the theaters I am for double, November. I'm triple dipping. Um, That's awesome. There's, um, because, oh, wait, there's something. Oh, yeah, there's a, a series on Amazon Prime. It's called Borderline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that one, yeah, that one, it's a, it's a comedy about drugs, the drug cartels. So it's like the comedy version of Narcos. Yeah. Nice. And uh, my catchphrase there is, fuck you, Lucky Charles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck you, Lucky Charles. say that in every movie. At Eric J. Chavaria on Twitter. Renee, where can everybody find you? Uh, and what do you got coming up? Uh, same with me. I am at Renee Dorian, not Renee Begley on the tweet or the Facebook or the or the Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's still at Renee Dorian. Sorry, don't be offended. It's okay, I'm super offended. Um, but yeah, we have this <laughs> feature film that, you know, we're working on, and we've been uh, getting some good write-ups and things like that. The trailer's so. online now. Uh, you can see it at the... Fu- uh, it's the fu- uh, FunhouseMassacreMovie.com. You can see the yes, trailer. It's a, all it's kinds a of very posts. short title for you to search, um, but I also have a couple audiobooks that are coming out. What uh, are the so, titles? Um, well, I have Goosebumps, which I'm hoping... Wow. Yeah, which is very... So amazing. I'm, Night of the Living Demi Part 2. I read the entire story, and it is a fun story, I have to say. So if you got kids that don't like reading and would rather Listen to the book, you That's, know. If yeah. you need to kill some time in traffic, yeah. Yes, what please. was the other the, the vampire? The one, one I just did. It's a first oh in my, a trilogy, right? It's a first in the trilogy, and I'm blanking. Oh my god, why am I blanking on it right I'll now? For you. Uh, <laughs> it's called. I forget it. Save oh, on wait, my computer. Oh no, wait. It just fuck you, lucky charms. <laughs> That's what it's <laughs> fuck you, lucky charms. Something uh. royal. Uh, the royal, royal blood, royal blood. Yes, royal royal, blood. the royals, the royals. The royals. Something. The it's royals. something royal. Royal. She's really good at this. I, I'm, <laughs> at I, I've done a lot of audiobooks. I can't remember. I'm so sorry to the author if you're watching, but please get the book. And your it's website? A really What's fun your website? Really fun one. Do you guys have a website? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's ericchavaria.com. And you are renee-dorian.com. Someone took Renee Dorian. All right, and uh, I'm at Ben at the Ben Begley. I just changed my name. So it's not ben. ben Begley Comedy. I don't have to be funny all the time because Lord knows I'm not. So uh, follow me at, at the Ben Begley, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Guilty Movie Pleasures with Wild man Josh McCuga. He will be back in the studio. But until then, thanks for watching and what is your guilty movie pleasure? Fuck you, Lucky Charms. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.